Podcasting from their dining room table in California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. Is that the club mix? That seems like too many drums. Let's do this one. What's that? What's the club mix? What is going on with the beat? Are you playing something on your computer, oh. Grandpa? Yeah, you are. What is happening? Holy oh. shit balls. Uh oh. Somebody Let's do messed that. up. Let's do that again. There we go. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> I've done that so many times. That's why I made fun of you. I don't remember the EDM beat to the Shining theme. Have you ever been? <laughs> have you been to the EDM uh, an EDM concert? What kind of question is that? I don't know. You're a cool kid. Like maybe you went with your friends. That's or right. A I'm a cool kid. So I've never been to an EDM. It's like a thing. People go, boo. People go. Happy Halloween, boo. Happy Halloween, Dave. You got? Are you okay? I got a bit of a headache. I don't know. I got a splitting headache. Let me tell you. I don't know what's going on. Love the costume. You like it? It's a good one. I just, I love head wounds. Yeah. It's it's classic. <laughs> it's simple. You're right. I do what I can. I, I, I got to say, I love your costume. Oh, by the way, for the audio only listeners. Dave has a costume on his yeah. head. Yeah, I, I got, uh, I got knifed in the head. <laughs> I thought about putting a Band-Aid over the wound and like, but still having the knife come out, like that would be funny. That would be like so funny. the guy who's way too optimistic. Like maybe it'll work out. Hey, it'll be fine. Just put a Band-Aid on it. I'm wondering, oh, Charlie's uh, here, everyone. Uh, I'm, I have a question. Has there ever been an injury where somebody has gotten knifed in the head like you're wearing mm-hmm. and just survived? Oh, yeah. You hear stories like that all the time. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you and like uh, that's on crazy. TikTok. I follow a bunch of like true crime and like files of the weird, and you know, every now and then you'll see something like that, it's like an X-ray of like you know a, a train track nail, like a ten-inch nail going through like a skull, and they're like, "This guy survived." <laughs> he yeah. can't talk like, anymore, and right. <laughs> kind of seems a little off and mad, but he's here. That's right. He doesn't. Uh, he can't identify colors, but uh, he's alive. Uh, so yeah, I'm 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 head wound guy for Halloween, you are. and uh, I gotta say, I love I love your costume. Well, you know, we all knew I wanted to go as Chunky, uh-huh. the smash hit mascot yeah. that doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. From, I think you should leave. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, they didn't have that outfit Yeah, at Halloween Town. Yeah, we went to Halloween Town in Burbank last week. It was so fun. And you spent like 20 minutes talking to this gal trying to explain the chunky costume. I've got the picture out. Yeah. And I just said, is there a way? Like, I just wanted her to help me problem solve. Mm-hmm. And all they had was a teddy bear mascot. Oh, and the eagle, the sloth. Yeah. There was a mascot section, which mm-hmm. was a little sad. Mm-hmm. But I will say that their decor... 
loved it. I yeah. felt like I was at Disney's Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. It was just so creepy. Yeah, you've kind of uh, gone full bore yeah. with the uh, Halloween decorations. And, and now... I like it. I know. I think we should leave it up year-round. I think it looks pretty good. No. Yeah. So anyway, you're a hot dog. I don't think we got to that for the audio listeners. Yeah, I'm matching Charlie because yeah. he's going to be a hot dog yeah. for Halloween. Charlie's a hot dog. We didn't put his costume on yet because uh, he'll rip it off. I and don't eat think it. He, it would last the whole episode, so we'll put it on later. Yeah, we will. But uh, yeah, you're you're a nice hot dog. Thank you. Looking good. I feel good. I feel awesome. I think it would be funny if you like thumbtacked uh, toppings. Yeah. Well, I would see some pickles. We could do a Chicago dog. We get some pickle spears. I'll show you the hood. Hold on. Tomato wedge. (laughs) Put some poppy seeds on that bun. I have. What's going on? You okay? You can put the mic down and use two hands if you want. Yeah. Come on. Do your thing. Hold on. Here we go. There we go. Looking good. Looks like a wiener. That's right. Frankfurter. (laughs) See. My next tube. Uh, this is why I don't look good in hats. You want to know why? Because my head's misshapen. I was mean? born sideways. No, you, yeah, I was. Were you, were you really? Yeah. What is it? You came out of the womb sideways? Yeah, it happens. You just get like sideways. Oh my god. What? Ooh. Also, there's a flat spot on my head, which means my mom didn't love me because they would just leave me in the crib. If you have a flat spot right here on your head, on the back, I just laid there. <laughs> anyway, well, it's a hell of a costume. <laughs> I'm sorry. Talk about all your deformities and how your mom didn't love you. Well, she was sick. Anyway, back to Halloween. Most popular costume. (laughs) How are you today, boo? I'm good. What's going on? Well, I'm trying to get ready. Um, Would you like a mic stand? (laughs) Yeah. uh, No, I'm okay. You sure? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. It's the hood. Yeah. Is it the hood and the weights? I mean, I don't know. You just look uncomfortable. I do. Yeah. Hold oh, on. you got on arm weights, too. Yeah. Why, why don't... I'll what, take the arm weights off. What's going on there, boo? I just was trying to... Yeah, you trying to, trying to multitask? Yeah. Trying to work out during the episode? Yeah. Well, why, why the arm weights? Oh. Well, arm weights are so easy. You just mm. throw them on, and then you do weird circles. Mm. Tiny circles for like a minute. Mm. And then you just kind of leave them on. And then your arms start hurting an hour later, and you're like, oh, shit. And then you have definition. Yeah. Because I got to get ready. Mm-hmm. Well, no, what? Why do you got to get ready? Thank you. BravoCon. BravoCon's next week. You're very excited about that, aren't you? <laughs> I wanted to scream, but I didn't want to hurt people's ears. Yeah, that's okay. Let's consider it. We're going to Vegas. I'm all ready. I have the schedule. Mm-hmm. I have the map. There's a lot going on, you guys. I will be doing Insta stories. You figured out your itinerary? Not yet. There's no? so much. What's the main thing you want to see? I mean, what do they do there? Is it going to be live tapings of episodes or just meet and greet? Like <laughs> what do they Santa do Claus there? style, you sit on someone's lap, get your picture made. What are you doing? Actually, there are photo ops. Mm-hmm. And then you have, they tell you who's going to be where um, at the Bravo Lab photo ops tent. That's every day from 10 to 10.45 a.m. There's also Ask Andy every day, no, uh, 10 to 11. So you could go and Ask Andy Cohen questions. Yeah, what are you going to ask? Okay, so I'm going to get real specific mm-hmm. um, because I think I need to stand out. What's your address? I also, okay, so is this too much? I have certain housewives that mean a lot to me mm-hmm. <laughs> and Southern Charmers and my well, summer house-ish. So Southern Charm will be there as well? Yeah. I, d- I didn't realize that was also Bravo. I don't know why I thought that was another. It's okay. Way. Okay. So your two biggies on Bravo are Real Housewives and Southern Charm. Now, 
with within the Real Housewife universe, which see or not seasons, but which uh, cities are your favorite? Okay, well, from each franchise, mm-hmm. I do have a few that okay. I love, but I will say right now we're at Real Housewives of Potomac. Mm-hmm. It's dope. It's just so good and people don't give it a chance it's been going we got queens over there in potomac now where's the potomac lady that's mid-atlantic where are they in near washington washington dc okay Okay. potomac river there it is yeah they're near a river george washington yeah across the potomac good old Uh uh-huh good old gay washington was he, he i heard he was gay where'd you hear that from his best friend you hear that on bravo is that some new tea I never heard that. I heard Abraham Lincoln uh, had a had a suitor. Had oh, of course a, he did. Friend. Oh, yeah. But uh, I never heard that about George Washington. That guy was a top, no no question. Yeah. I still don't quite understand what all the... A top means they, you know, top, you put your tops, PP in the... You're the one driving the car? Yeah. Gotcha. I think. Unclear. Yes, no, that's true. Anyway, I'm just yeah. so excited about BravoCon. Okay. And there's so many things. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to do in Vegas while I'm experiencing the best thing you've ever given me, which is a Bravo ticket? Yeah, this is uh, your birthday gift a few months I turned ago. turned 40. Turned the big 4-0. And uh, I knew how much she loved Bravo. And we didn't get to go last year. Charlie, you all right there, bud? Last year, I watched it on my iPad. Yeah. And like cried at times because i wanted to be there so bad but it's usually in new york Uh so that's why it's in vegas this year for the first time and it's gonna go down Mm -hmm. so here's what's gonna be great me watching the animals no not the animals the bravo lebs in the wild okay i want to see them in stores yeah i want to just kind of notice them kind of stalk them a little bit just a little uh, but not in a weird way i'll just kind of like incognito okay well let's not get on the news for any reason all right <laughs> no but, i'm i'm excited i'm i'm not going to bravo con but i'm going to vegas with you and i'm just gonna be kicking it at the hotel i'm so um, probably gonna hit a couple buffets yeah got some good buffets there good. i hit that bacchanalia uh, we hit that last time. Oh, is that the one with the nightmare line? Yeah, where people started to riot because there weren't enough crab legs or something. But uh, oh, it's horrible. But yeah, I'm gonna uh, just kick it in the hotel. We're staying at the Mirage, right next door to Caesar's Palace, where uh, BravoCon's taking place. So I'm gonna kick it. Uh, probably watch uh, the World Series games uh, if necessary. Games six and seven okay. will be that weekend. So uh, gonna, even though my Braves <clears throat> aren't in there. Yeah. Uh, I still, I still, I've been watching the World Series. I, I've watched the World Series every year since I was like five years old. So, uh, even though it's a little painful yeah. that the Braves aren't in it, it's it's still the World Series. It's still baseball. So, it is. yeah, I'm just going to kick it at the hotel, maybe booze a little. I'm not much of a gambler. I don't, I'm not. I know, it's so weird. Any of a gambler. Why? Um, Hold on, I'm going to move my seat. You okay there? <laughs> Sorry. Don't, I just have to don't sh- wrinkle the bun. Why do you have two chairs? Well, I wanted Charlie to have options. Oh, okay. That's sorry. nice. Sorry. I know. You got any more fitness gear down no. there? Okay. No, that's it. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> yes, it does. Right. You're not a gambler. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm not a gambler. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I've never had money to gamble. Yeah. And uh, I don't know why. I've never. It's never appealed to me whatsoever. I think early on, someone instilled in me the, the concept of... Um, I mean, I might gamble. I, I'm not going to bet on anything that I can't control the outcome. Like, I might bet you that I could beat you in arm wrestling, but I'm not going to bet that 
the Mets are going to beat the Phillies. You know, like, that's just scary. Like, when something's completely out of your hands. I don't know. Did you go to, like, a casino? When you were 21, was it like, yeah? No. Not at all? No, zero interest. Wow. Zero. I mean, I never went to a casino at all until I started doing comedy and started doing terrible gigs in casinos up in Michigan and stuff. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, those casino gigs were the worst. Why? Well, there's two types of casino gigs. Big theater acts. I used to open for Craig Ferguson at big theaters in casinos. I think uh, the first show I ever did with him was at the Cosmopolitan in Vegas. So that those are casino shows, but it's a ticketed show. Hey, we're buying tickets to go see this comedian who just happens to be playing at the theater at the casino. Now, those are great. I used to do uh, the free shows, like it was like a side room in the casino. Like, oh, there's comedy in this room, and there was no tickets. People would just come in and out, and it's just people... At casinos that are depressed because they just lost a bunch of money and they stagger into the comedy room. Yeah. And then there I am doing my middle act for 12 people who are pissed off because they just lost a bunch of money (laughs) or spouses of people who don't like to gamble. So, like, while the husband's gambling, I guess I'll go in here, vice versa. So, yeah, the, the free comedy shows at casinos, those were the worst. And for some reason, I did a ton up in Michigan. Really? Yeah, there was just a, a bunch a bunch of casinos up in Michigan. I would do, worked with this one booker who booked all those. So, yeah, I just did dozens of just horrible casino gigs. So, um, yeah, glad I don't have to do that this weekend. How many people, like, what was the, what, would you hear the machines and stuff? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, for it sure. It wasn't like, like a back... Sometimes it was a separate room with doors that you had to go in, and that helped. But other times it was just like a corner, like a nook. You know how, like, um, you might be walking, like a hotel bar is, is still open, and there might be a guitar player or piano player. It was, it was that kind of vibe. Just in the corner, there's a guy with a mic doing jokes no to people way. not caring or listening. But it's casino gig. Oh, did you, at, at times, would you just, like, go into crowd work mode? Oh, for sure. It was yeah. just like, when okay. It's, when it's that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because as much as I despise crowd work, there's also nothing worse than just doing your act mm-hmm. to 10 people who don't give a shit. So then it's like, so what's up? How y'all doing? Yeah. Who who lost money? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you from? You know? So, yeah. I'm yeah. proud of you. And that's a little side note for anybody who ever comes to see me do stand-up. Uh, if ever I start doing crowd work, you know things are not going well. Really? Yes. Ugh, who gives it? Where are you from? Who cares? How long you been married? Who cares? I got jokes. I got an act. No one pays money to come see me interview strangers. That's or true. Or they shouldn't. It, that's you know? very true. But that's, that's, that's a whole other can of worms, this whole TikTok bullshit with crowd work. Like, it's... It's dumbing down the comedic IQ of America. Like, when people just, oh, this is what comedy is. Yeah. Just, hey, hey, you guys dating or fucking? Who who cares? Do some jokes. Has there ever been crowd work where it's like you guys dating or screwing? Because I'm better than you and I didn't cuss. (laughs) Sorry, I'm not. I love you. Uh, But is, like, they'll go into crowd work and then do a bit? Like they'll use the crowd work. Oh, as sure, yeah. Hoping a vehicle. <laughs> yeah, hoping okay. that they can. Yeah. Now that that's fun sometimes. Like 
Sometimes I'll do inadvertent crowd work, like if someone interrupts or yells something out or whatever, and then every now and then they'll yell something out that is pertinent to a bit that you have, and then when you can weave your bit into it, it's almost like a magic trick because they're like, holy shit, he had like four minutes of pretty polished jokes about that one thing that that lady yelled at, Yeah, you know, yelled out. So, That's you know, cool. That, I'll do that sometimes, but... Just your standard run-of-the-mill, what's going on? What do you do for a living? Like, what? That's, to me, that's not what comedy is. That's last resort. Yeah. Like, okay, you idiots are not paying attention. You don't give a shit. So, here we go. I'll try to engage you on this level. But. Yeah, when you go into crowd work mode, it is hilarious because you're like, where do I eat? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's my crowd work. That's it's where, crowd work. where should I eat tomorrow You're before like, I leave right, town? Let me just get a good restaurant recommendation. Yeah, you yeah. guys are hard. Yep. Anyway, happy How are Halloween. You? How are you, Boo? I'm great. I, I mean, again, got a bit of a headache, but yeah. uh, you know, other than that, I'm fine. <laughs> well, it's almost Halloween. It is almost Halloween. We've crushed it. Yeah, you've done so great with the decor this year. It We've had this up for a couple of months now. Yeah. We just uh, we said this earlier on the show, previous episode, that uh, from now on for us. Halloween season starts September 1st. Yeah. That way we have two full months. And it's fun. And it's festive. And now we're going to get, you know, after Halloween, we're going to have to grieve. Because mm-hmm. the season is over. But then Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. Hanukkah. We got stuff coming mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Do you like Thanksgiving? You're a foodie. You should I love mean, it. Yeah, I like the, the meal. Is it your favorite holiday? I mean, not holiday, because... You know, I don't know, like the history of Thanksgiving and what all that represents. Oh, yeah. Yay, genocide. Yay, we took Um, stuff. You know. Let's have (laughs) some turkey and eat. I mean, it is, you know, I I get the premise of setting aside a day a year when we give thanks and all that. But, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I like like cooking Thanksgiving dinner, but I don't, other than that, I don't get jazzed up about it. You cooked Thanksgiving dinner for my parents in the smallest apartment ever. And and they they showed up like an hour. An hour early. An hour and a half early. Yeah, like an hour and a half early. And that's the first time I'd ever met them. Oh. And my dad kept saying, get over here. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah, he kept saying, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm cooking Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. But he was like getting offended that I wasn't <laughs> hanging out in the living room. It's like, dude, I got 12 different dishes yeah. going yeah, right he here. he wanted quality time. Yeah, he yeah. wanted a visit. And he showed up an hour and a half early. I know. My like mom. That. My mom gets anxious and, or got <laughs> anxious. Mm. Anyway. But yeah. Moving on. I don't I, last year uh, we kind of did something non-traditional. I made the turkey gumbo. Oh, so I don't I don't know good. what I'm going to do this year. That was like cuz so it's just good. us and then maybe Mark and Virgie. So Yeah. Sometimes it feels a bit much to do the whole spread. Yeah. But even though cooking the turkey gumbo was almost as in-depth as the whole meal because I still made a turkey. I brined a turkey. One day I brined the turkey. Next day I roasted the turkey. And then the third day, I, I made gumbo from the turkey. Yeah. So it was like a three-day process. So I thought I would... Uh, anyway, we're talking about Thanksgiving. I'm it's, sorry. It's I Halloween. Forgot. Okay, okay. We're it's go- Halloween. Back to Halloween. Boop. Spooky scary. So, you want to play the Shining theme again? Um, Maybe we should. I'm sorry. <laughs> I went so awry. You're going to... As this comes out, you're going... Halloween's today, as mm-hmm. this comes out. So Happy Halloween. T- tonight, you're going where? You're going to the parade? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the WeHo Parade. Now... I get really overstimulated, so I'd like to go early. It starts at 6. Okay. Now, I want to take Charlie because I'm going to be a hot dog. He's obviously a hot dog. I got a costume. Mm -hmm. 
It's awesome. Now. You taking Charlie? I'm going to take Charlie. To a parade with <laughs> all those people? Well. You're going to get stepped on. No, I just want to, <laughs> I kind of want to look from afar. Okay. Because a lot of crowd, it, it's crazy for me. Mm-hmm. But I want to see the, like, the costumes there are crazy. Yeah. I think they do a costume contest where you win, like, 10 grand or something. Mm. Like, people get intricate, like, Hollywood-level costumes where mm-hmm. you're like, how did you do yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, this is the one town where yeah, it's an industry town. Like, I always think about people who work yeah. in special effects or makeup or whatever. What an advantage they have for Halloween costumes. Oh, for sure. Um. Yeah, I think there's a there's a rule or something with SAG after they don't want you dressing up as characters. Okay. Is this I me think. being a curmudgeon or are they a little bit up their own ass on that? Okay. I think they're up their own ass because you know what? It's Halloween, okay? I want to dress up. If I want to dress up as the guy from the bear, let me do it. If I want to dress up as that Barbie, let me do it. So what's their rationale for not doing it? Like I think we're on strike, so don't to show how important actors are, I guess, and characters don't be them. I mean, it'd be different if like they're not getting residuals, are they? I mean, maybe do you know what I'm saying? Like if I dress up as Freddy Krueger, now maybe if I go out and buy a Freddy Krueger mask, whatever studio that owns the rights to Freddy Krueger might get some of that money. But if I want to do a homemade Freddy Krueger costume, how does that affect anyone? Well, that's the thing. Like, even at Halloween Town, the Smash Hit store in Burbank. What, no, <laughs> sorry. What, what's happening? You okay? I, t- I took a drink of coffee, went down the wrong pipe. Oh, man. Sorry about that. It's all right. <laughs> Work it out. Work it out. I'm good. Uh, but remember when we were there, and there's copyright stuff, so mm. the Big Lebowski yes. was a costume. He was just lazy guy. Yeah. <laughs> So they had a costume like, that was clearly, <laughs> clearly the Big Lebowski. Had the cardigan and the the, the stained T-shirt. It was and, so And the white perfect. Russian and the same kind of hair, but it was just lazy guy. Lazy guy. <laughs> Heller. Yeah. I Spider think, fellow. So I think there's copyright stuff, which, right? Is that copyright? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that's a copyright thing there. But I don't know. Anyway, I just thought that was kind of odd. Yeah. And, and you know, maybe, again, I'm talking out my ass because I don't know all the details, but... It just seems a little like, okay, everybody, mm-hmm. just take it easy. And, like, I support the yeah. striking. Of you course. Know, but I don't know. I it's know. it's a little. Okay. <laughs> I, maybe I'm just jealous because I've been a touring stand-up comedian for 17 years, and there's no union for me. Nobody gives a shit how comics are treated. I wish Nobody, there was. You there know what I'm saying? So I'm sure union. there should be. But I think I'm a little just jealous of that, of like, all right, well, boo-hoo, but... I have to email ever, millions of yeah, people Yeah, you ever drive gigs. eight hours to do a guest spot for free just to get your foot in the door, and then the guy, the booker who said he would be there to watch you is not there to watch you, and you just drove eight hours for nothing, but, you know, like, I've just got years and years of these, not terrible experiences, but some pretty shitty experiences, no, yeah. and then it's just like, I don't know. No, I understand. I'm, I'm going to get myself in trouble. No, 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 I understand. I respect. Get we your. All, well, of no, but the thing is, like, no matter what my angle is here about rolling my eyes about the, the striking, but I, I totally get like, fuck the the rich CEOs that are being yeah. greedy and not paying people what they're worth. So I, I get that. Part yeah, screw those nerds. Yeah, but it's just, I just wish 
no one's ever picketed for stand-up comedians. We shouldn't have to pay for chicken fingers. I don't have a sign. <laughs> Give headliners free Diet Coke. You had to pay for a Diet I Coke had pay, I paid full price for a Diet Coke at a comedy club with my picture on the poster. I told you that story. No, you didn't. Like, first night, I walk in, you know, try to say hello to everybody. Hey, I'm Dave. I'm headliner. It's, my poster's, you know, all over the place. Talking to the bartender. I get you something. I'm like, yeah, I'll just take a Diet Coke. She pours a Diet Coke. That'd be two fifty. And I said, you you charge the comics for Diet Coke? I guess. And I was like, <laughs> you, you give me a water. And then that same weekend, at the end of the week, the guy, the owner, was like, How, how'd you like it? How'd it go? I was like, yeah, it was, the shows were fine. Uh, just a little nickel's worth of advice. Uh, next time, pay me $3 less and give me a free Diet Coke, and let me pretend I'm in show business. You know? Did he say anything? Yeah, he just act like... There was another time a guy charged me full price for chicken fingers, uh, but also, this is the only time this ever happened. I've never even heard of this. Same guy enforced a dress code. Every comic had to wear khakis. What? And then I told him at the end of the week, I was like, hey, man, you can charge comedians for chicken fingers or you can enforce a dress code but i don't think you can do both khakis i had to go out and buy stupid fucking khakis just to perform at the jacksonville comedy zone you know that hub of comedy (laughs) when you walk through these doors you show some respect you put on some tan pants wow yeah but also we're gonna Hmm. charge you eight bucks for 75 cents worth of chicken fingers god well, anyway, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Speaking of food. <laughs> yes. Boo, top selling Halloween candies last year. One through five. Can you name them? Okay. Off the top of your head. Let's go. It'd be easier to go with number one. What's the? What do you think is the most popular, best-selling Halloween candy of 2022? Okay, I'm going to go with classic mini Snickers. That's a delicious treat. Not even in the top five. Now, this is according to Instacart last year. These are the top five selling candies that Instacart sold during Snickers? October. Snickers? not even in the top five. What do you mean? Well, I just mean there's there's five top ones, and it's not there. Well, I'm befuddled. Mm-hmm, you are befuddled. Okay, how about Butterfinger? Butterfinger, not in the top five. M&M Peanut. Peanut. Peanut m M&M and number two. Awesome. Number two would probably be my number one. Yeah, Big that's fan. your number one. Big fan of the peanut M&M. What's the most? The Licorice. Com- Red Vines. No. One you Twizzlers. see everywhere. Twizzlers. No- oh, Twizzler number five. Thank you. Number one, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Oh, those Everybody are good. Everybody loves those. I like those. I They're okay. My problem with the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, if somebody made me a PB&J mm. with the peanut butter that's in the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, I'd, I'd push them into the bushes. Why? It's fun. It's different. It's it would be disgusting. It's, it's not peanut butter. It's chalky. It's crumbly. Like, and I still, I'll eat a Reese's peanut butter cup, but imagine if the peanut butter was, you know, real peanut butter. How great that would be. Every well, now and then you'll get a, like an artisan mom and pop peanut butter cup. There's a couple of brands out there that do use like creamy style peanut butter, and that's magical. But just that chalky, crumbly, Brown shit that's in a Reese's yeah. cup. Come on, do it's better. from the factory. Oh, it's well, factory okay. made peanut butter. Yeah, yes, it, it is. is. I think there are peanuts in it. I'm not saying there's not peanuts in it. <laughs> right. I'm just saying the consistency and the texture is disgusting. It's not peanut butter as we know it. Okay, it's 
Peanut butter hey. chalk. Hey, let's pump the brakes on the Reese's peanut butter cup number one. Okay. Peanut M and M's number two. Twizzlers number five. Okay. Three and four. Three, okay. three. You might get four. Is a real wild card. I don't know who's buying number four this okay, much. So there's oh <gasps> Skittles, Starburst. There's nothing sweet like that. Well, they're all sweet. They're all candy. Almond Joy. No mounds. Plain M and M's number three. Oh. Number four, Tootsie Pops. Tootsie Rolls or the, Pops? The Tootsie Pop. You know what a Tootsie Pop is? Just it's the, the, the pop. sucker oh. with the candy, the the, the fruity yeah, candy on the, the outside. to the bottom and then you How many licks does it. it take to, yeah. Yeah. Gross. Tootsie Rolls in general, what's going on there? What is know. it? Is I... it like, is it chocolate taffy? Okay. I Much like the peanut butter that I do love because I'm... You know, I'll eat a trash can because mm-hmm. I like trash food with Reese's peanut butter cups. Um, this is probably from the same area. I feel like the same maker. <laughs> yeah, the same company that makes the horrible <laughs> Reese's peanut butter. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I never quite understood what a Tootsie Roll was supposed it's to be. It's been a while. I guess it's like a chocolate taffy thing. And my question there is, why? Well, it's a goal. A lot of people like a nice goal with candy, mm-hmm. and it's fun. Blow pop, yeah, it's same a, concept. Yeah. I like that with the blow pop. Oh, the Can, sucker on the, the outside, gum on the middle. Oh, too much. Good time. I don't need gum. Yes, you're not supposed to chew it's, gum. It's a good value. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, you're not because mm-hmm. it makes you hungry because you're chewing. Oh, yeah. I thought of that. I read that in the Oprah magazine. How does that make you hungry? Just by. Chewing, because you're chewing, and then all your stuff's getting all juiced up. Huh. It's like foreplay, and then not, <laughs> you know, foring. What was your favorite Halloween candy as a kid? Okay, better question. Did you go trick-or-treating as a kid? I know you grew up on a, on a farm by Hill. yourself with imaginary friends. <laughs> Named Bird. Did your parents ever take you to civilization? And I would always go to my friend's house. They would drive me. I hated it, because I was the only one that, like, got dropped off. You know, and we never had trick-or-treaters unless there was hooligans coming to go off-roading in the dirt roads. Okay. My dad would go with a shotgun and go after them. (gasps) Really? He'd go out there with a shotgun? I'm going to shoot and kill some teenage hijinks. Well, he was always like, there's nothing in it. And I'm like, I don't know. Uh But, mm mm-hmm. It's insane. so angry. Get off my property. Favorite Halloween candy. Oh, I'm sorry, but yes, I would be driven to either my friend Amy's house, my Girl Scout leader Linda's house, or Andrea Tackman's house. You have to, you know, I know you know so many Andreas. Sure. From my childhood. Make sure you... (laughs) Anyway, would go there, and then on their block, they would have block parties. Nice, yeah. Which is the coolest thing ever, and I don't know what kind of magic those parents did but every house was terrifying Hmm. it was so scary we were talking screams and this is you know before all this high-tech ten dollar amazon crap you could get Mm -hmm. you know what i mean this was like wow bethany wow this was awesome so then i'd last there a couple hours i'd go home collect my candy and i remember the greatest thing ever was uh, there was one house that gave away king size. Oh, that's always a power move. I mean, way to just put it out there. Uh-huh. You win. Yeah. You know what I king mean? King size. Yeah. King size yeah. to kids. Yeah, because if just doing the eyeball math, mm-hmm. 
a regular king size candy or the king now when you say king size do you mean actual king size or are you just saying a full size no as opposed to all the little oh little no no fun no size. so I not just king. a re, not just a full size but the king size yeah okay uh that's gotta be maybe 12 of the fun size yeah you know like that's that's good and they never ran out these people knew what they were doing. Wow. I mean, that's a big Costco order. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they were candy people. Yeah. I didn't know them. Yeah, maybe they were connected. But I think that was, and and so it's funny because my candy taste changes in Halloween when I was trick-or-treating because you get all this random candy and you have to go through it at the night. Like we would go through it, you know, you separate the... Did your parents make you, ins- did they inspect your candy? No. What do you mean you go through it? What are you well, just separating? Yeah, you're separating the, you know, Jolly Ranchers, the the cheap crap that's like, hey, I'm kind of a, I'm a Mickers or whatever it is. You put the, you know. <laughs> a Mickers <laughs> instead of a Snickers? Yeah. I never saw that. <laughs> but you know the off-brand candy yeah, where like you're the, like. Never even heard thanks, of this. guys. Yeah. Um, it's then a you do bit the of honey. Remember bit of honey? Little like. I love. Bit what is honey. that? Is that caramel? No idea. Honey, yeah, honey, I guess. Honey taffy. It's the makers of the Reese's peanut butter. Yeah, that's that's like <laughs> some 18th century shit. No, that's good. Ugh. That's like some weird ass ta- taffy. But yeah, so I would break it up into ick to, all right, I'll have this probably later if I'm, you know, really needing sugar. And then the best. What's the best? What What, what was your go-to when you're doing, when you got it all laid out, you got your haul? What, what are you eating first? Butterfinger. Yeah, Butterfinger. I was a huge Butterfinger head. Yeah, I like a good Butterfinger. I mean, yeah. it's, I don't, it's it's a bit hard on the teeth and gums, but. Uh, oh, yeah, I had horrid know. teeth. Uh-huh. Shocking. Yeah. But I loved it. Okay, so Butterfinger's number one. Yeah, and then any, and you know what's hard to find on uh, Halloween is licorice. Licorice, licorice. doesn't get distributed. Yeah, because it sucks. What's your favorite Halloween? <laughs> Did I touch a nerve? <laughs> no. It- no, you are a big now. I now I should know this, but I get confused because I feel like your opinions vary or they've changed throughout the years. But red vines or Twizzlers, which is your preferred? I really appreciate you asking this question. First uh-huh. of all, thank you. Yeah, I'm being vulnerable. Yeah, you are. Uh-huh. Um, listen, it goes in and out. Okay. Okay. It changes all the time, so you're correct. Yeah. I would say it's 50-50 right okay. now. I love both. I'll accept both. Uh-huh. The second tier would be the Twizzlers that are rope. The rope ones where you can, it's like strawberry and it's like little ropes. Oh, the ones that you can peel? Yeah. Like string cheese? Yeah, that's okay. fun because uh-huh. it's an activity. Uh-huh. But I would rather if they did that with regular flavor. Mm-hmm. But I'll live. Okay. But yes, so both. Okay. You like them both equally. Yeah. Yeah. Man, going back to Butterfinger, uh, I don't know if they still make this. Do you remember the best thing they ever did? With all due respect to the OG Butterfinger, because, again, I like the flavor, but, you know, it just it gets all the, the, the yeah. teeth and gums. It's, it's, it's rough. Uh, Butterfinger Sticks is kind of like Reese's did the same thing. The wafer, kind of a Kit Kat type thing. Where there's the little wafers, it's all covered in I chocolate. I remember and those. You got layers. You got the peanut butter and the wafer, and the peanut butter and the wafer. And we got that a few Halloweens ago, I think. Butterfinger right? sticks, oh, dude. Those were good. It's a good time. It's, okay, growing up, what was your favorite Halloween candy? Well, I divide them up into two categories: chocolate and fruit. 
Chocolatey okay. and fruity. That's a good way. Yeah. Fruity, I'm going with uh, a gummy bear or a gummy worm. Okay, Big, cool. Love gummies. Love gummies. Um, I talked about this on Dave's Kitchen uh, with my, my buddy. Um, my buddy, what's his name, who was on my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Andy Woodhull. Uh, we were talking about uh, his favorite is the Albanese gummy bears. And he's not wrong. They come in the white bag. Yes. So much the, better than mm-hmm. the Haribo. I know, Harbo. 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 Yeah, those yeah. are, everybody goes nuts over those. I yeah. think that's just because they're the most, you know, available. But the Albanese gummy bear, far superior. The only thing that can compete with that, in my opinion, Lifesaver gummies. You had the Lifesaver gummies, the classic, I think it's five different flavors of the Lifesaver. Remember? I love the Lifesaver. Lifesaver. Yeah. yeah. Well, they got gummy versions, and they're the same size and the same flavor, but they're gummy instead of hard candy. So uh, with Fruity, I'm going with a gummy bear, preferably okay. Albanese or uh, gummy okay. or, or, or um, Lifesaver gummies. Chocolate, I'm going with uh, Kit Kat. Yeah. Kit Kat number one, peanut M and M number two. Wow! And it's always been that way. Yeah, yeah. From, I like that. I remember, I remember I was a little boy, just shoveling in <laughs> Kit Kats. Yeah. And you guys would go trick or treating in your oh, block. Yeah, trick. That was one of the benefits of living like in a subdivision in a neighborhood with a yeah. ton of kids. Halloween was huge in my neighborhood. really. We would go to, I forgot, um, we had some neighbor, lived in this neighborhood. I probably had 15, 20 little buddies in this Aww. neighborhood. It was a little driftwood forest, still there, I believe, in Woodstock, Georgia. And uh, just this subdivision probably had 200 houses, you know, I don't know, maybe 50 or 100 acres, just this big, you know. And I probably had 20 little buddies. Somebody's dad had a pine straw trailer. Like a long landscaping style trailer, Whoa, maybe okay. maybe ten twelve feet long, six eight feet wide, and he would turn that into like a haunted hayride. Oh, that so is he'd so put, fun! He put bales of hay. He'd put loose uh, hay and straw down on the bottom, and then there'd be bales of hay that you could sit on, and twenty thirty kids would climb in there. And because the neighborhood was fairly big, like yeah. it would take you a while to hit. Yeah, I mean it would take you. Five hours to hit every house in this neighborhood, but he'd drive us to one wing of the neighborhood, and we'd all get out and hit five or ten houses, go nuts, and then he'd like ring a bell or had a megaphone or something, and that was kind of like you know trains leaving, and then we'd all run and jump jump back on the thing. He'd drive us you know a couple hundred yards down the street to the next little area. We'd get out and go crazy for five, ten minutes, hit all those houses. But, yeah, this would go on for a couple of hours. And, oh, yeah, it's a good time. Oh, that is so fun. It's a good time, yeah. Wow. What was your go-to uh, costume as a child? Did you have one that you would repeat uh, often? Of course. What was your go Let me see if I could guess. Yeah. And just so you know. Your favorite costume. Uh-huh. It's not far not from, far from what this? I'm wearing now. Were you a hamburger? Nope. Okay. No, I wasn't, you know, savory. Okay. Well, anyway. What do you mean it's not far? Is it food? Well, it's a. It's one of these costumes where you're a thing. A banana? No. Were you a banana? Give me a hint. What was your, what was your favorite costume? It was orange. Were you a pumpkin? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Katie the pumpkin. So you had like the big thing. Do you have a little hat with the little root? No, the hat got lost because it was Judy's, my uh-huh. sister. 
Um, but I loved it so much because I think it now knowing myself, I'm like, oh, I get it. Cause you got to get into it and it was like felt, but like soft cause uh-huh. it was super old. And the weird smile was mm-hmm. kind of like missing a tooth. Like it had character. Yeah. And I liked that. No, the hat was gone, mm-hmm. but that's fine. Because you know what it is? It's a big orange pumpkin. There you go. You can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. What My mom always wanted me <laughs> to be a bride. A bride? I swear to God. Oh. So one time, I was seven, and I was like, fine. And then I said, can I do something to this? Since we got, we got this, like, white dress from Goodwill. She's like, sure. So I made it red, and I became a dead bride. Okay. Like a murdered bride. Well, how about that? That's all. That was the only time I was a bride. But that kind of just sets the tone for, get them out of here. Yeah. Get these girls married off. Well, you were a bride years later, a week after Halloween. That's true. By the way. When? Anniversary's Who? coming up. I know. Two years. Two years. That's nuts. That? Two years. Pretty long time to be married. Pretty long time. Yeah, doing pretty good. Are we good? good? Should doing, be. Doing pretty good. Mm, we'll keep going. I remember uh, I was often a pirate. I just you were a I wanted to be a pirate. And I remember when I was in third grade, uh, the smash hit 80s action flick Commando had oh. come out, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and uh, Alyssa Milano. Uh, you never seen Commando? No. Fantastic. I mean... He stabs a guy, oh. and the knife goes through his body and sticks to the wall. Oh, and then, and then that's Ar- hard. And then Arnold goes, stick around. He always... He was always... He had the quips... Yeah, the zingers. It's just so fun. But I wanted to be oh, commando, yeah. so I got, I was thinking, like, in my mind, I was like, oh, I look great. I'll look just like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I got, like, military cargo pants, and I bloused them, you know, tucked them inside my military boots. Yeah. And I had, like, a green, army green tank top. Oh. And I had the face paint and all that. But then, like, when I looked in the mirror, was, like, for some reason, I had forgotten, like, Oh, I'm not a world class bodybuilder. <laughs> I was, I just, like, in my mind, I thought I would be like a short version of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, I would have the, the, the muscles. And then when I put everything on and looked in the mirror, it was so disappointing. Oh. I was like, chubby little eight year old Dave was like, my pecs and my buys and my tries are nowhere near as good as commandos. So you just look like a little soldier? Yeah, I just look like a little idiot. But, uh, Were you ever a baseball player? I feel like that would have been cool for you. No, because that wasn't exotic. Oh, okay, because yeah. I was a baseball to, right, player. Right, 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 know? right, right. I was a baseball, so there, there was nothing, you know. But I was a pirate a lot of times. I was uh, commando in third grade. Um, yeah, as far as like the childhood years, all I remember is pirate. I just remember a lot of pirate had a cardboard sword. Like total homemade so shit cool. too. Like, well, your mom is like the yeah. greatest seamstress of life. Yeah, my mom could sew and yeah. do all that. So I just remember just a lot of scarf work, uh, cardboard, sword, uh, bandanas, maybe some that. face paint. I Did you dress up in high school? Yeah, I think I, well, the year after high school, I think I told you this story. It was when the Beastie Boys sabotage video was real popular, where they play, they dress up like cheesy detectives. Oh, yeah. With like fake wigs and mustaches. Me and two of my buddies went to a Halloween party as, as the sabotage Beastie Boys. And my buddy's dad was a cop, a detective, and we drove his uh, Ford Crown Vic oh my with gosh. the little magnet 
makeshift light. So that was pretty dope. You guys were the bell of the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pulled up, you know, with that. Had the wigs and the sunglasses and the mustache. It was pretty cool. I do have a, a Halloween story. Yeah? Where I was in trouble. I was in high school, and I was forced to take a part of my costume off. Uh-oh. Listen, it was the movie Something About Mary. It was that. <laughs> and I kind of looked like something yeah, about yeah. Mary. You, I kind of yeah, had that I could vibe. see that, the Cameron Diaz. So I got the red shirt. I got her little, like, I looked great. But my hair wasn't short like hers. Mm-hmm. It was very, very long. So what I did was, there's a moment where she takes, you know, what she thinks is hair gel. From Ben Stiller's ear. Yep, and then puts it in her hair, and it's, you know, men's happy juice. Uh It's not that. Yeah, we can deduce. Got it. Anyway, put it up, and but my hair, it was so long, it was like Bride of Frankenstein height, Uh and I just put it up with like a hanger and stuff, so I was just, and I brought a golf club, because she was golfing in that movie or something like I did it all something I brought I forget but I really crushed it and then I got asked to go to the principal's office and they were like um I think this is inappropriate now was there any of the product visible or you just had I just had a big old like real gel just gelled up hair like come on I'd let that slide now if you had it dripping off of your body. Yeah, it wasn't like, yes, I didn't like, look like a used condom. Like if somebody I, was doing the Ben Stiller character, if you just had a bunch of yeah, that would have been hanging really off funny. your ear, <laughs> then, you know, maybe that's gross and you got to put like, come on. I know. So then I went to the bathroom and I rinsed it off. So then I was like gross Cameron Diaz with wet hair. Mm-hmm. Man, it's too bad we didn't know each other back then because I could have been uh, that character's brother. I... <laughs> <laughs> that couldn't play today. You yeah. could never do that no. today. That's, man, the nuance in that character. <laughs> when that great scene where they think that Ben Stiller's in there jacking it, and then he zips his stuff up. <laughs> and then when they're all coming out of the house and the ambulance is there and they're, they are they got Ben Stiller on a gurney, the, the special brother, and I'm not going to do his voice. Don't do I'm the voice. I'm not going to do the voice. Please don't do the voice. But the nuance, the, the nuance of that actor when he yells, he was masturbating, and then he goes, he was masturbating. Like, the <laughs> fact that he reiterated and put the <laughs> emphasis, like, do you guys hear me? He was doing this thing. Frank and like, Beans. Did you say Frank and Beans Frank and a lot? Beans, That was yeah. great. But when he just goes, he was masturbating. He was masturbating. <laughs> I don't know why that just crushed me first time I saw that. <laughs> God, that actor's great. He's been in a million things. But, uh, yeah, just punches him in the throat. Like, oh, my God. When Ben Stiller tries to do the trick, like, you, you got something behind your ear. You and then, got a base punch, punches him in the throat. That was oh, a beautiful film. That's a good one. Uh, Boo. Yes. Top Halloween costumes 2023. Can you, what, what do you think? Okay. Uh, Let me think. Number one girl's costume this season. Oh, Margot Robbie Barbie. Bingo. Good job. You of course, nailed it. Of course. Barbie is a smash hit film. How fun. You get to dress up. There's different kinds of Barbies in the movie. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very thrilled. Yeah. Uh, Oppenheimer is a costume this year. The what? guy, the movie that was competing with Barbie came out the same weekend uh, about the guy who invented the uh, atomic bomb. 
That's an odd choice for a costume. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. You just, it would just look like any regular man from the 40s. But, uh, yeah, Sp- that's... Spider-Man, uh, Wednesday Adams. Oh, that's a good one. That's a big one, one who I, like... I sat next to at Sugarfish. Okay, yeah, I know. Yeah. You're, I uh, wish I would have gone to lunch you that know, day. Uh, this is a pretty good one. Pretty simple costume, but uh, kind of a phenomenon the last couple of years. Uh, bear, the bear, the sh- oh, show The I Bear. Oh, I love that show, first yeah. season, but we didn't do second. Why didn't we watch second? We, I, I just haven't gotten into it yet. I need to yeah. take time to get into it. What's that actor's name? Whatever. Uh, Jeremy Allen White. In the bear, so uh, just kind of a white t-shirt with a blue apron. Easy, easy peasy. I kind of like that because it's like, all right, there you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. Uh, But yeah, those are the top selling. Uh, The bear, Oppenheimer, Wednesday Adams, Spider-Man, and Barbie. Nice. So I'm uh, loving this. I'm loving this. mm -hmm. Boo, you've been on a uh, Halloween kick. Oh, man, I've been so into it. You've been smoking me in the Halloween mm-hmm. movies because yeah. I've been getting BravoCon ready. Uh-huh. So I've been checking in. Uh-huh. I've been doing at least one or two mm-hmm. every few days. But I, I need to hear where, where you're at. Yeah, I've been watching. I don't know. I've watched at least one horror movie every day, mm-hmm. like at night when I'm done with everything. Yep. When, when ba- you're clocking out. When baseball's over. Uh, I've been watching a lot. Well, all right, movies we watched together in the last week. Oh, yeah. uh, we went back. I don't know if you had ever seen it. I had seen it, but the uh, original version of It, Stephen King's It. Oh, my God. I thought it was great. It was so good, and it was long, and I lasted. Three hours and seven minutes. Ooh, but it was such a good movie. It was mm-hmm. so scary. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I saw the remake a few years ago, and... It was good, and I totally see how younger people might prefer that version because, you know, the effects are probably better. The makeup is better. Yeah, but it's shorter. That original one, I mean, Tim Curry. I mean, come on. So just great. He's so good. Now, granted, his makeup and everything wasn't as scary and as cool as the new version, but just that actor. I mean, Tim Curry's so great, so he just crushed that role. I remember this came out, uh, I think, in 1990. It was in 7th or 8th grade, and yeah. it was just... And I think because it was so long, I think I feel like it came out... Maybe this is a few years later, but I remember it being on like network television, like, uh, but a couple, like, um, a few took a few nights to get through. Like, part one is Thursday night, part two. Will, oh, you know. okay, yeah. I remember watching. There's a lot a, of blackouts in the when we were watching. Yeah, it. yeah. I remember watching it uh, over the course of a couple of nights, and uh, back when it came out. But yeah, we watched that together, and uh, the only other movie we watched together this week, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <sighs> 2003 remake with Jessica Biel. She carried that. I was so impressed with her performance. That's such a good horror movie. It's terrifying. I love the original. I love the original Texas Yeah, the original's Chainsaw. playing behind us. But, um, yeah, the original's great. It, it will always have a, a, you know, a place in my heart because that was one of the first. I saw that when I was, like, 11 and was oh. like, oh, my God. But, um, you were allowed to see that at 11? Yeah, I, I snuck and watched oh, it somehow. I don't think my parents boy. knew. But the remake, um, it's just so well-paced. Mm-hmm. The cinematography's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of times this is the case. Like, you know, the, the, the original kind of holds its place in the pantheon of, of horror movies. You know, whether you're talking, you know, the original Halloween, the original Texas Chainsaw. so many. But sometimes the remake, they take advantage of, 
the advances in movie making technology that maybe in the last 30, 40, 50 years since the original was made. And I feel like Texas Chainsaw is an example of that, the remake, because as much as I love the original, I think like this is a more it's paced better, the cinematography's better. And and again, I love the original. Yeah. But I'm just saying this is an example of a remake where I'm like, I don't mind this at all. Yeah. Like it's not Sometimes people are like, oh, it doesn't do justice to the original, or how could they even remake that, you know? But, like, right. this is a pretty damn good remake. It was just... Action-packed. Like, once it starts, like, once the shit starts, which is probably 15 minutes into the movie, mm-hmm. like, once it's revealed that they are in trouble, I mean, it's relentless. It's nonstop for, like, the next hour and a half. Oh, 100%. Well, Chainsaw is so aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like, Good yeah. God. Yeah. What and a, that's terrifying. What an intimidating weapon. Yeah. Gun is such a, like, wimp weapon uh-huh. compared to chainsaw. Chainsaw. Yeah. Oh, the only problem with the chainsaw in the movie, as someone with a lot of chainsaw experience. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were a pig. Yeah. I used to. Oh, well, not even that. I was talking about legit experience. Uh, me and my dad used to run a firewood company oh, right. back in the day, and yes. I loved it. And we'd have, uh, long story short, we had this like old vacant lot, and once a week, an 18-wheeler would show up and drop off like a dozen giant logs, like basically a whole tree minus the root and the top and the branches have been clipped off, but just, you know, 30, 40-foot-long logs, like a dozen of them. And it was my job to get out there with a chainsaw, and I'd chop up the logs into manageable chunks, and then I take those chunks and feed them through a hydraulic wood splitter, Whoa. and then create actual, you know, quartered or eighth versions of, of firewood. Uh, the problem with a chainsaw is it's an intimidating weapon. It looks great on screen. Oh yeah, the loud and the ha. But if you've ever operated a chainsaw, you know that like they jam up. Like if you hit something wrong or hit it at the wrong angle, it will lock up. And really? stop, the chain will stop. Oh. And I feel like with Leatherface running around, swinging that thing, hit, clanking it on doors, or even chopping off a human leg, I feel like there's probably going to be some malfunctions yeah. in that chainsaw. Because I don't, I don't even know if he had a good one. I don't know if he had a Husqvarna or a steel. What's a Husqvarna? Husqvarna's a brand. Oh, oh okay. Great brand of chainsaw. What uh, about Black & Decker? Is that a good one? Probably not. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's an electric version. Do they make uh, <laughs> mini chainsaws? Mini chain, like, like little, pink ones? little cute ones? Yeah. Maybe you could keep they in should. your purse. That would be funny. Like a little one <laughs> second. <laughs> it's like this. Like big. the size of a sandwich. <laughs> but yeah, so we watched uh, Texas Chainsaw Remake and Amazing. we watched it. Uh, movies I watched without you this week, I watched Christine. Stephen King movie, 1983. Charlie, what's going on, bud? He's digging in his bed because he thinks he's going into a hole. Come on, buddy. Not too sure. Uh, Christine, a movie about a a haunted car. A car with a mind of its own. Let's a car, sure. Yeah, it's good. Uh, They show the opening scene. They show kind of the origins of this. I I think it's a Cadillac, maybe mid-50s Cadillac. Beautiful, red and white. I'm pretty sure it's a Cadillac. Uh, They show the origins of it getting made back in the 50s in Detroit on the assembly line Ooh. and already from, from day one that that car had an attitude. And then Ooh. we cut to present day, or at least when the movie was made, you know, early eighties, uh, some high school kids and this nerdy kid, uh, somehow, uh, buys this old, the old version of the car. 
Now it's all rusted and decrepit, but they're out cruising around. He sees it in some guy's yard. It's like, oh, man, let's go check out that car. And uh, the car has a mind of its own. And then next step, the little nerdy guy who bought the car, he starts to change because of the car. So it was very entertaining. Christine, uh, I watched Fright Night, I think 1985. Okay. uh, Vampire movie. Ooh, uh, I love a good vampire teenage, movie. Teenage kid lives with his mom at home. Some weird neighbors moving next door. Some Charlie, weird neighbors, stop it. He weird neighbors, duck. and then uh, all kind of uh, scary hijinks ensue. But Fright Night, really enjoyed. And then finally, and I've watched this one twice now, uh, Phantasm. Phantasm? You've watched it twice? Yeah, I've watched it twice. Why? 1979. Was, I enjoyed it, it the good? first time. Yeah, I want to wow. go back and see the stuff I missed. Aww. But this one I really enjoyed. Premise is uh, uh, a mortuary, uh, a funeral home slash mortuary where something's askew. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. And I won't spoil a 45-year-old movie, but uh, something's yeah. askew. There's the, the owner of the mortuary is this tall, skinny guy, real creepy Ooh. dude. And uh, he's up to something. And these uh, these young guys are going to figure out what he's up to. Well, I but have to... Really good. Really I have good. to say, I'm so proud of you for watching these vintage type movies. Because you're finding some good ones. And by the way, we did watch Misery. Oh, right. We, we watched, watched Misery, Misery together. Boy, that's... <gasps> That's a good one, Kathy Bates. Uh, so God underrated. Bless you. God I don't. I don't hear her. people singing her praises enough. I've always loved Kathy Bates, especially. I, my favorite role was Fried Green Tomatoes. I mean, oh, you've seen that movie. You, yes. Oh Kathy my gosh. Bates, fried Green Tomatoes. Come on. She's but, amazing. And she's great in this role too. Like, is we talk about range. Oh yeah. Fried Green Tomatoes. She's one of the sweetest, warmest people. Even though she's got a little mean streak that we show, that they show in that movie. But uh, misery. Like, oh shit! And who's that? The actor, James Con. James Con was great. Yeah, The Godfather. Yes, Sonny, I think it's Sonny. Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. James Con's great, and uh, so he, you know, I'm sure people have seen that. But if you haven't, uh, James Con plays a famous novelist, mm-hmm. author. Mm-hmm. Uh, he finishes a book, and he always has this routine where every time he finishes a book, he goes to some, you know, mountain cabin or something, celebrates whatever. Gets caught in a big snowstorm, his car crashes, falls off a embankment, and uh, she drives by and saves him and break, breaks both his legs. He's all screwed up. So she saves him, brings him back to her place, and nurses him back to health. And uh, at some point, you realize, like, hmm. He's like, when when are the phone the phones are still not working, huh? She's like, nope, yeah, not working. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. Can can we call somebody and get me the hell out of here? Well, and she would like, go no. from so sweet, yeah. to terrifying, yeah. to like coming in and out. Like she just played it so it could have been so cheesy, mm-hmm. it could have been overdone and weird, but she just crushed it. Yeah, yeah, she's so good. Oh, that was great. And then uh, coming up uh, tonight on Halloween night. So you're going to the parade. Yes, I will probably be back by 6.15, let's be honest. We were thinking maybe a triple feature, but probably only, if you're going out, probably only going to get two in. No, I'm going to do triple. You think and so? And who knows, the day of Halloween, I'll probably just say, I'm not going to go. And I think I've got our selections <laughs> uh, figured out. Ooh, okay. In no, in, no particu- in no particular order. I've never seen Rosemary's Baby. Never seen it. Never? Never seen Rosemary's Baby. I figured it's time to watch it's that. It's time. Even though Polanski, you know, not popular to support anything he I did. I know, but it, it's so creepy that you have mm-hmm. to see. Oh, mm-hmm. 
Ooh. I've always liked Mia Farrow. I've always liked her. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I figured Rosemary's Baby. Mm-hmm. Another uh, somewhat classic I've never seen, The Omen. Little little weird, little evil kid. Little, like, Man, five, six-year-old kid. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen some of the highlights. Hey, Damien, I'm doing this for you. And the lady jumps off, hangs herself. No. Yeah. Anyway. I'm going to watch that with you, though. Everybody talks about The Omen. So okay. It's a classic. I've never seen it. Omen. Uh, and then probably your favorite Scary movie, and we haven't watched that this season yet. We got to do the original Scream. Scream. You love Scream. I love it. Yeah. I watched it like 10 times in the theater. Really? Seriously, not that many. I'd say about six or seven. That and Jerry Maguire, and those were my two movies. Now, That movie's not scary at all. No, but I loved it. (laughs) About friendship and love. Mm -hmm. And Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise... Give it up for him. Yeah. He was vulnerable as hell in that, and That's I liked right. it. That's right. Anyway, uh, Scream, yes. So I'm I, a fan. I I would love to do the whole Scream thing. Mm-hmm. I would love to go on a Scream journey. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five. Is there six now? Mm-hmm. Anyway, but I, I, I'll, I'll settle for one. Okay. I know that. Is that your favorite? Yeah. Yeah. I would say. I think that's the only one I've seen. Maybe I've seen two. Two is when she goes to college. I think Sydney. I saw that one. Did yeah. you go to the Hollywood Part Three? They they do a movie. I don't know if I saw about Sydney's life uh-huh. in three, and they oh, it's delightful. Is Matthew Lillard and all the other ones? No boo. He annoys me. I don't know what it is about him. What is it? He's he's, it, he's too much. Hey man, never alone. Take it, take I'm it. It's, he, he's a comic. He's it's the same thing as a comic who can't turn it off. Like hey dude, just. That's enough. I just. I just, don't know. Just, Didn't you ever see without a paddle? No. <laughs> no, I don't know. How I missed that one. I usually do keep up with everything Seth Green has done, but uh, I think well, he's he in was that. In right? The Shining. He was in the original Shining. I didn't know Seth Green was in that. <clears throat> Excuse me. What? Oh, <laughs> I think I just had a moment. Yeah, not the Shining. Not in the Shining. Oh, it. He's in the original It. Yes, he's in that. Yeah, but not the shiny. <laughs> he wasn't the He shiny. was the little kid. <laughs> I'm fine, guys. I'm yeah. fine. I'm good. I'm sorry. That was a oopsie. He does. He's not in the original Halloween, but the little kid in the the, the kid that's being babysat. Uh-huh. First time I saw that at later in life, I was like, that's got to be Seth Green. Maybe it is. Is it? I don't know. This kid looks just like Seth Green. No, but I think I... I looked it up and it's not, but like looks just like Seth. And I think the age, I think this, I don't think Seth Green's old enough to be five years old in 1978. Maybe he is. I don't know. But uh, yeah, first time I saw that as an adult, I was like, holy shit, that's Seth Green. It's got to be him. Like a little kid. And I don't think it was. But huh. little, little redheaded kids, they all look alike. Yeah, you don't like, do you like Skeet Ul- Ulrich? Eh, he's fine. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> not going to get to go to, What's that in the, the pilot of Sopranos where uh, the really unfortunate looking young lady, David Chase's daughter, mm-hmm. who plays uh, Meadow's friend. Oh, Hunt, right. Hunter Scangarelli. <laughs> You're not going to, something about going to Aspen with Hunter Scangarelli and, and the last time she saw Skeet Ulrich there. Oh, I, 
I mean, he's he's a get. He's an American treasure. Boo, uh, we're running out of time, but I okay. figured briefly we would go through uh, a real quick spooky topic. You wanted yes. to talk about phobias. Oh, yeah. I love phobias. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any phobias? Of course I do. What do you think one of your most uh, obvious phobias might be? Um, hmm. Well, I have so many because <laughs> I'm so annoying. I don't think you have a lot. You're not like neurotic or um uh what's the i get social anxiety Mm -hmm. like i get nervous before i go somewhere and then Mm -hmm. i'm fine once i'm there Mm -hmm. but is that a phobia i mean i don't know okay what is your phobia do you have any you don't like mice yeah i don't like rodents indoors now if i'm out if i'm outside and i see a rat big deal but something about mice and rats indoors why because they just don't belong. Well, they're smart, too. And they're quick. Oh, they're quick. And, like, I know a rat, I know they're not necessarily vicious. You know, I know they're not going to attack me and hurt me. But I've just always had this fear of, like, running one running around and crawls up my pant leg or something. Oh. Oh. But, yeah, I think that's my only legit phobia is is rodents. Like, I spiders, hate spiders. Spiders I don't hate, bother me. Snakes spiders. don't bother me. <gasps> Bugs don't bother me. I mean, okay. if a snake came in here, that would be unsettling, but I wouldn't react nearly as bad as if, if a rat ran across the floor. Now, in Georgia, did they have snakes? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, you have a lot of snakes. But, I mean, did you, they ever come into your house, or did you ever have, like, stuff that would come in? Because you were in rural, we, rural areas. Yeah, we had uh, scorpions. Scorpions. Oh. I would find scorpions in my bed about once a month. That was, that was frightening. Are you joking? No. Just living out in the woods, you're going to get scorpions in your house, at least in Georgia. No! Speaking of rats in Georgia, you know, and I think this may be where it started, although I do think I didn't like rodents before this happened. When I was about 12 years old, we had just moved from Woodstock, Georgia, to Waleska, Georgia, about an hour north. Very rural, up in the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains. And one day, my mom backed her Jeep Cherokee out of the carport and splat, splatted a wharf rat. This son of a bitch looked like a fucking raccoon, and it was also splat, and it had a horrific look on its face. Like, what kind of look? Like, oh. Mouth open, like, like holy shit, I just got ran over by a car look. And I just remember right there and on our carport. you heard it? Like, just... Yeah, I heard it. We get out, and they, I mean, it. that thing looked like it weighed 30 pounds. Just this giant, flattened, horrific, mouth agape rat. That's terrifying, and of course that's why you hate yeah, rats. Yeah, and I, I was like, holy shit. And I was 12, and I was yeah. a little shit-kicking little boy, and I'm <gasps> tough, and blah, blah, blah. But I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's just... And again, I knew the thing wasn't going to come back to life and attack me, but just that image is still just and what tattooed is it on my brain. Wharf rat. It's just a type of like a big rat. Oh, God. And it was horrific. It had teeth. Ooh. Fucking, you could see its teeth. Oh, and did it stay in your brain? Yes, like it's forever? still in my brain. Like, like you still can, oh, I yeah. hate that. I yeah, hate that a, so much. So I guess yeah. I guess it so was rats. already dead. I guess maybe the dog or something killed it and drug it up there. Oh. Because, I mean, I can't imagine it would if it was alive, just, you know. So I guess it was already there and already dead and nobody noticed, but then splat, 
And we both were like, what the hell's that? And I hop out and look behind the Jeep, and there he is. Oh, Ooh. my God. Well, I, you know, I lived on a hill. Mm-hmm. Most terrifying thing. Uh, in the middle of the night, I hear my mom scream, and I go, and I look down the hall. There's, It's all tile, and it's a tarantula. Okay. In the middle of our hallway size of my hand now i have man hands this is a big hand i'm holding up right now we're talking huge we're talking you know a burger or (laughs) the tarantula was the size of a burger no tarantula was the size of my hand so what would that be what do you? I don't. Uh, well, I'm yeah, trying a to burger, explain sure. to the listener. Well, or it could be the size of your hand. I mean, people could kind of <laughs> get a ballpark on how big your hand is. Your hand's a little big for a woman, but it's not like it was scary. Not okay? like you're a carnival act. It was scary. <laughs> and uh, then my dad just woke up, and my dad wore nightgowns, so it was really funny because he just was like, "Oh, like got grand- a shoebox, like Grandpa Joe and yeah, Willy Wonka." Exactly. That's funny. I love a nightgown. Oh, that's right. I, I've seen your dad in nightgowns. Yeah, and you've seen a lot of and my And I remember in one time he was in a wheelchair and his nightgown got, got something got hung up. And I just see your dad's old balls in a wheelchair just coming down the hall right at me. And I was like, hey, buddy, you want to. I know. I saw those balls your, so many times. Cover when I up took your care Dave and Busters here. I yeah. know. Yeah. Gross. Old man balls. Yeah. Let's not talk about that ever. Maybe that should be my costume. I could use this hot dog. Uh-huh. Old man balls. Sure. And that, I think, was the same Christmas that me and Judy operated on you. Remember when we popped yeah. that weird cyst on the back of your neck? Yeah, the sebaceous cyst on the back. It was the size <laughs> of a damn to, golf ball. Welcome to Strandberg House for <laughs> yeah. Christmas. Holidays are fun. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so I guess arachnid... But you're right. When they're inside, seeing them out of context, context, like seeing teachers in the wild, mm-hmm. same thing. <laughs> it's like, what? What are you doing? I remember when I was like in second grade, I had the thought of like, where do teachers get their names? Oh, that's yeah. a smart thought. Well, not really. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, Miss Hopkins, where'd she get that name? And it didn't dawn on me like, oh, that's her last name, dumbass. Oh. But yeah, I just, I was like, how do they decide? I don't know why that just didn't connect with me, but I thought they just, you know. Do you remember gonna, all your teachers' names? Yeah. Elementary? Kindergarten, Miss A-10. Okay, I don't A-10, remember kindergarten. A-10. Uh, first grade, Miss Rutherford, old lady. Okay, I don't remember. Second grade, Miss Johnston, younger lady. Uh, third grade, Miss Hopkins, younger lady, kind of a babe. Did, did boys, everyone like Miss Hopkins? Yeah. Or Ms. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of like, hey, like you guys were nicer. Yeah. Yeah, we had guys who were crushing on teachers. They were nice. Fourth grade, Miss Melda, M-E-L-D-A, like That's Zelda, but Melda. Love it. She was pretty cool. Fifth grade, Miss Nugent. Ooh. Pretty cool. No, fifth grade was Miss Cohen. Okay. Um, And she was, she was very nice, but man, she was rough to look at. Just oh, no. real... Manish, and she had hairy forearms. That's I just tough. remember thinking, like, ah, <laughs> just she was kind of a. You know what's up? Smelly teachers. Utilitarian. Yeah. Physique. Yeah. You know, it's like a jeep. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> sixth grade, Miss Nugent. She was okay. short and really cool. She's kind of like cool hippie. Yeah, sixth you know, grade yeah. teachers were dope. Never had a male teacher till I went to middle school. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
And is then, that weird? Well, it wasn't as weird because middle school, or at least in Georgia, seventh uh, and eighth grade. So that's yeah. that's when I moved from Woodstock to Waleska and went to a uh, middle school. And then um, that's the first time you just had a different teacher for each subject. Okay. So I had male teachers, but only for like an hour. But, you know, kindergarten through six, this is your teacher all day, all year. So. Wow. But, yeah, all females. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know how we got started on talking I about don't that. remember a thing. Oh, Spooky. Mrs. Soloviev. And yeah. she liked Almond Joy. Yeah. Almond Joy is a good candy. Yeah, it's an underrated candy. People poo-poo it because of the coconut. And if you don't like coconut, then sure, you're not yeah. going to like that. But if you like coconut, it's pretty damn and good. And it's in a can. You can repurpose the can yeah. and play with it. Almond Joy's in a can? What are you talking about? Oh, Almond Roca. I think I'm having a stroke today. Okay. I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's my frontal lobe. Yeah, it sure is. I don't know. <laughs> Boo, common phobias. Okay. Acro acrophobia, fear of heights. Oh yeah, I don't know that's if I'm, pro- I'm sure I'm butchering all these pronunciations. No, go for it. Yeah. Uh, aerophobia, fear of flying. Oh, okay. Aquaphobia, fear of water. Uh, astrophobia, fear of storms. My dad had that. Really? I think my dad had a bad experience with a tornado when he was a child, because and we occasionally get tornadoes in Georgia, but it's the only time I ever saw my dad like frightened. Wow. Was like, oh shit! They say a tornado is nearby, and like. He would just go into, not panic mode, but go into, like, get shit done mode, you know, batting down the hatches. We had a basement. But, like, it's the only time I ever saw my dad, like, fearful was bad, bad weather. And my mom and I were discussing that not long ago. And she's like, yeah, I think he had a bad experience when he was a kid. Tornadoes are terrifying. Yeah, tornadoes are terrifying. I mean, I don't even know. Yeah. That's awful. Okay. And they come so quick, too. Uh, claustrophobia. We talked about it a few weeks ago. I think I am. Um, I never realized I was claustrophobic until we watched the descent. Oh, and that just, Ooh, Ugh, that got vomit. to me. Want to uh, vomit. Dentophobia. Okay. Fear of going to the dentist. Oh, okay. Yeah, In- I had that. Inoclophobia. Fear of crowds. I probably have a little bit of a noclophobia. I bet I have a noclophobia a little bit too. But, and I totally see how people could have that because just, you know, as your husband and as a guy, I feel fairly capable. And when we're out in public together, if something goes down, I can take care of my beautiful wife. But when there's 50,000 people yeah. at Dodger Stadium <laughs> and some shit goes down, like that, like large numbers, that's a little frightening. Yeah, that's uh, a lot. Glossophobia, fear of public speaking. Okay. Obviously yeah. don't have that or else I wouldn't have a job. That's true. Uh, hemophobia, fear of blood. Okay. Iatrophobia, fear of doctors. Hmm. Um, I, I have the opposite of that. <laughs> I'm like, where can I find a doctor? Tell me. Misophobia. Uh, misophobia. Uh, miso soup? Fear of miso soup. Miso horny. Uh, fear of contamination. How about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Naso. Oh, boy. This is a... Oh Nosocomophobia, fear of hospitals. Oh, I love hospitals. Zoophobia, fear of animals. How about that? All animals? Uh, just scared? Huh. Allurophobia, fear of cats. Ooh, what, what's the fear of a cat? Well, you just went cats to all... Rule. First of all, all animals? Mm-hmm. Who's afraid of all of them? Is this real? Yeah, zoophobia. Think... I'm afraid of it, yeah. Okay. Uh, arachnophobia, fear of spiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, cynophobia, fear of dogs. Sinophobia, sinophobia. Uh, entomophobia, fear of insects. In, mm. Entomophobia. Uh, 
Musophobia, fear of mice. Musophobia. Fear I wonder of mice. how you take the phobias away. Like, fear is such an interesting thing to me. Mm-hmm. There's immersive therapy where you, like, do the thing you fear. Or, you know, and they, like, they'll put you in a room full of rats or something Ooh. crazy. Yeah, but then it's like, okay, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. This is great. I, I survived yeah. it. Yeah. And so I think there is something to that. So this, tonight on Halloween, I have about... 100 rats coming over. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to let them loose in the house, and we're just going to bite this. No, thanks. Okay, never mind. Uh, A few more. These are more uh, nature-related. Ancreophobia, fear of wind. Huh. That's a bizarre one, right? Kind of goes with tornadoes, though. Yeah, I guess, like, really violent wind, but, like... Wind is scary. Hmm. Wind can be scary. It has a personality. Antlophobia, fear of flooding. I get that. Yeah, it's... Uh, Chionophobia, fear of snow. Huh. Uh, Heliophobia, fear of the sun. Ooh. Nyctophobia, fear of darkness. That seems very common. I get that. Huh. Elapsophobia, fear of tornadoes and hurricanes. Oh, boy. Pluviophobia, fear of weather associated with rain and storms. Okay. And then uh, thermophobia, fear of hot weather. Now there's some real bizarre rare ones here. Okay, can I guess? Can I guess the weirdest one? I mean, this, yeah, these are all pretty weird. Fear of pumpkins. Is there a fear of pumpkins? No. Okay. Yes, I win. How'd you win? I don't know. You got it wrong. Yeah. Uh, Anatidiophobia, fear of ducks watching you. That's specific. There's one guy that worked at this company and was like, I have this, and has a real creepy Fear story about a duck. Ducks watching ducks you. Ducks watching you. Well, ducks are creepy sometimes. What's, what's wrong with Bob? I don't mind him. He's just got antidiaphobia. Antidiaphobia. Electorophobia, fear of hens or chickens. <laughs> Ambulophobia, fear of walking. I have that sometimes. <laughs> Anthophobia, fear of flowers. What's to fear about oh, a beautiful flower? Maybe they watched that one movie where that plant eats things. What was that? Seymour. Uh, oh, yeah. Seymour. Uh, the, oh, my gosh. Little Shop of Horse. Little Shop of Horse. Just kidding. Okay, keep uh, going. Keep going. Cholerophobia, fear of clowns. I get oh, that one. Yeah, I get that for Emetophobia, sure. Emetophobia, fear of vomiting. Ooh. Gammophobia, fear of marriage. Ooh, I know a lot of Bravo lebs that are dudes that are that. I got some friends that are a little gamophobic. Why? I wonder why. Uh, gynophobia, fear of women. Oh, I thought it was going to be vaginas. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Maybe that's a polite way of saying fear of women. Is there uh, fear of penis? Uh, lachiophobia, fear of childbirth. Oh, yeah. God. Megalophobia, fear of large objects. Huh. I do not have that. Is there um, fear of white straight males that play guitar? <laughs> Acousticophobia. Acousticophobia. <laughs> but yeah, those amazing. are some of the more rare, bizarre ones. Oh, what's going there's on? There's hissing, buddy? and Charlie's trying to make a friend. Come on, it's y'all. not okay. Oh boy. Do you, so other than uh, tarantulas, do you, you feel like you have any other like legit phobia? I think. I do, uh, yeah, I I think I get 
socially anxious. Like phobias, like going out. Like when I have to go out, have to. When I get invited somewhere, mm-hmm. I start overanalyzing it. And we've talked about this when like canceled plans, when someone cancels plans, it's like. Like the John Mulaney bit. Yeah. It's like heroin. Yeah. <laughs> but why is, is that a fear of planning? Is that a fear? Like it is like one of those things where it's like you just, I think about it all day. I get nervous. Well, it's an obligation. Even if it's fear something. Fear of obligation. Even if it's something fun, like you're invited to a party or something. It's, it's still like, ah, it's something I've committed to and I'm now obligated to go. And, yeah. And I'm the same way. Like if I could just snap my fingers and teleport to the party. Yeah. And hang out for 30 minutes and snap my fingers and be back, it wouldn't be so bad. But it's everything that goes with that. It's like, yes. all right, what time's the party? What time do we need to right. leave? What time do I need to start getting ready? Do what do I have to bring? Yeah. What I got? What Who's am I gonna, gonna wear? Be there. What, how, what's the traffic like? It's just all the little intangible shit that all adds up to it. That to me makes it an annoyance of like, ugh. Yeah. And then I bring. Sometimes I bring that energy in. So I'm like, hey, <laughs> here's some wine. Bye. <laughs> and we've we've talked about this. Like, uh, what is it? Agoraphobia? Is that the fear of? people or the fear of leaving the house leaving the house I, th- I feel like as i'm getting older i'm getting a touch of agoraphobia not that i have a fear of leaving the house but like for the first time in a long time i've finally got a home and a wife and pets and everything i need is here so and i'm just getting older and i don't have that desire to go out to the bars or even yeah. go to parties so it's just like why would I leave? Yeah, like home I, is dope. I, I leave to go do comedy yeah. and to go eat at restaurants. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I get candles, hair done. Yeah. So it's just... Oh, and everything else. Yeah, but I, I, I totally see how someone could fall into agoraphobia. 100%. Just like, like, why? You know, now it's not uh, to the point where I feel like it's a real issue. Right. Like... You know, Dave, we need groceries. You have to leave the house. No. <laughs> but just if I had my druthers, you know, do I want to go to this social thing that probably don't want to give a shit about? Right. Or do I want to stay in my home with my pets and my records and my big TV? I'm probably going to stay home. I mean, it's, <laughs> and I know that's not good. It's but a great choice, though. I think it, too, it's it's a lot of that is um, some of it's getting older. But I think a lot of it, I just got so much of that out of my system when I was young, you know, it, it, living in a van for four years. Yeah. It's like, oh, now I've got plumbing and a roof. And- well, and the world's <laughs> different now. It's different yeah. than it was. Like, yeah. it is scary. Like you were saying, like, it is scary. Mm-hmm. And we do live in a city that's that's nuts. Mm-hmm. But I, I think after COVID, I for sure, you know, when we were all in lockdown... I think I just got used to, okay, delivery, uh, okay, this, okay, that. And that became normal. Mm-hmm. And then coming out of it, it was like, what? No, I can't. Mm-hmm. No, I've already, I already know how to live my life this way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe that's what it is. I'm yeah. rewiring. Yeah, it's, it's a culmination of things. Yeah. I think of a lot of it is just me getting older and having less tolerance and patience for things that annoy me. I think it's just you taking <laughs> care of yourself. That's what I think. Oh, well, happy Halloween, happy boo. Happy Halloween. You're looking scrumptious. You're looking scrumptious. You look just delicious. You look, you look terrifying. I want to bite your head off. I want to take the knife <laughs> off because it's off-putting. 
Have fun at the parade tonight. Thank you, boo. Have uh, fun at your seat. Yeah, I'm going to sit here and watch uh, a couple of horror movies, and then uh, I'm going to watch game four of the World Series. Nice. So, yeah. I'm still I'm having fun watching the World Series. As, as heartbroken as I am about my Braves not being in the World Series, and I'm I'm still not out of the woods on that yet. I'm still I'm an emotional train wreck. I will say it is a lot of fun. What's going on? Charlie. Charlie, what are you doing? Charlie's stomach. What's he doing? I don't know. He's just, just thinks relax. I'm a hot dog. He yeah. keeps he keeps uh burying himself in my bun. Jeez. I just hate it. Uh as heartbroken as I am that my Braves aren't in the World Series, I, I will admit it is fun to watch baseball without being an anxious, nervous wreck. Like I don't, I don't really have a dog in this fight. Oh yeah, I don't care who really wins. I mean, I, I'm enjoying both teams, and it's a good series so far right now. Uh, as we record this, it's tied up one-one. Uh, but my point is, and we've talked about this before, when the Braves are in the playoffs, like it's not enjoyable for me. Because I'm just like, ah! Yeah. But it's fun to watch the the grand event that is the World Series and not, you know, just be on pins and needles. Just be like, ah, oh, how about that? That was a great play. That team did great. That team did great. Blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. to not really have a dog in the fight. Uh, and I know for mo- a lot of people, that would not be fun. Like, well, if you don't care who wins, then why are you watching? Well, I just love baseball. Yeah. Like watching experts, skilled professional baseball players play the game that I love. Yeah. But it's uh, it's been very refreshing not have to just bite my fingernails for nine innings. So. Yeah, there hasn't been anxiety from you mm-hmm. in the past yeah. week. And so it's been a been good game so far, though. Yeah. Game one was a extra inning walk-off mm-hmm. in the 11th. In the bottom of the ninth, the Rangers were down. They were they had one out bottom of the ninth down by one or two runs. That's the Texas people. Yeah, Got and it. Uh, so they were they were two outs away from losing the game. They uh, Corey Seager, who's just a beast, hit a home run to tie it up in the ninth, and then the bottom of the eleventh they walked it off with a home run. So game one was fun. Game two, uh, Diamondbacks came back, put it on pretty good. I think nine to one, something like that. So anyway, been a good good season. Good, good season. Uh, good, good, good series. Um, what else? Oh. Word of mouth. Oh, word of mouth. Uh, this is an old one, and um, I, I normally don't like to uh, promote old stuff, but I was listening to it uh, before we started recording to kind of get myself in a Halloween uh, mood. And uh, Gravy Boat, my oh. old dumb radio program that I used to do. I, I'll probably bring it back eventually. I love it. Um, Gravy Boat's just a, a radio show I used to do. Uh, started off doing like alt country. It was just kind of an outlet for alternative country uh, because there's so little of that available. I mean, there's it, the genre's doing great now because folks like Tyler Childers and a handful of others. But it's still, you know, XM Satellite has a radio station, Outlaw Country, that you can hear a lot of that. But if you don't have that, it's hard to hear alt country out in the wild. So uh, a few years ago, that's why I started Gravy Boat. Yeah. Uh, but then I also gave myself a little bit of freedom to like explore other genres i did a few episodes of like metal like my type of stuff but then uh three years ago on halloween i made a halloween version halloween episode yeah so uh, i think it's two two or three hours long it might be three it's so good um but yeah just some some spooky rock and roll you know misfits typo negative the cramps just just these spooky bands that people sometimes associate with halloween or horror movies or whatever uh and then just a lot of like weird little 
interludes and sound bites and audio clips and stuff. But uh, yeah, if you're interested in that, like I said, it's it's dated at this point because I made it three years ago. Um, but still, I think it holds up pretty well. I think it holds it's a up good time. Great. You can find that on SoundCloud.com. SoundCloud.com. Uh-huh. Just uh, search Dave Stone's Gravy Boat. And then uh, you should find all the episodes and then just look for the Halloween. I think it's uh, Halloween Gravy. Yeah. So if you need some spooky tunes and some spooky uh, audio imagery to kind of get you in the mood for Halloween, check out uh, Dave Stone's Gravy Boat on SoundCloud.com. Yeah. Uh, Boo, where can we find you on Instagram? At the letter K, the letter T, L-O-W. Oh, sorry. (laughs) You got it. KT Low Strandberg, like a strand of hair, B E R G. The letter K, letter T, L O W. Boo. You have so many dates coming up of Standy Uppy. Live shows coming up November 15th. I'm in Greenville, South Carolina at Jack and Diane's. Uh, November 16th, I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina at Good Nights Comedy Club. Uh, November 17th and 18th, I'm at the Blue Ridge Comedy Club in Bristol, Tennessee. Oh, and then November 19th, I go back to Greenville. To Jack and Diane's. And then in December, I can officially announce now the Goofball Run. Uh, that's This is going to be fun. Myself, Jeff Tate, Ryan Singer, and Gilbert Lowend. Uh, originally, Billy Wayne Davis was a part of this. He had to bow out. Uh, but we're going to continue on. Jeff Tate, Ryan Singer, Gilbert Lowen, and myself. That's uh, awesome. going to be fun. Uh, four headliners for the price of one. Tuesday, December 5th, we'll be in Biloxi, Mississippi at Ground Zero. That is uh, Morgan Freeman's Blues Club, by the way. Ooh, I didn't know that. Uh, Wednesday, December 6th, we will be in Lafayette, Louisiana at Club 337. Hell yeah. Um, Someone asked why we're not doing a Houston date. We had Houston for the 7th, um, but they they backed out uh, because they said we're not a draw. We're not big enough draw. So thank you, Secret Group, and thanks for returning my email. Uh, But yeah, that's, that's why we're not in Houston. Okay. Because uh, myself, Jeff Tate, and Ryan Singer are not a big enough draw, even though... Uh, Is that what they said? Yeah, yeah. That's so yeah, rude. Yeah, no, that's all right. People so, are so rude. I think rude. there's a little more to it than that. Okay. Uh, Friday, December 8th, we'll be in Bryan, Texas Whee! at the 101. Uh, it's a beautiful place there. Been there before. Uh, Monday, December 11th, we'll be in Taos, New Mexico at Hotel Don Fernando. That should be fun. Wednesday, December 13th, we'll be in Trinidad, Colorado at the Trinidad Lounge, or as locals call it, the Dad Lounge. That's a fun little town. I used to have a dad. Uh, Friday, December 15th, (laughs) returning to one of my favorite venues, Lulu's Downstairs in Manitou Springs, Colorado. Uh, Love that place. (laughs) Saturday, December 16th, we'll be in Cheyenne, Wyoming at the Cheyenne Depot Museum. And wrapping it up Sunday, December 17th in Fort Collins, Colorado at the Comedy Fort. Wonderful comedy club there. Wow, you guys Fort are Collins. you guys have quite a quite a schedule. Exactly. It's gonna so be awesome. All those dates can be found at dumbdavestone.com. And specifically, if you're looking for more info on the goofball run, you can find info there at thegoofballrun.com. Uh, so yeah, that should be fun. Biloxi, Lafayette, Bryan, Texas. Taos, New Mexico, Trinidad, Colorado, Manitou Springs, Colorado, Cheyenne, Wyoming, and Fort Collins, Colorado. So, yeah, going to be a good time. Uh, Just three of my best pals, three of the funniest dudes around. Jeff Tate, if you don't know Jeff, Jeff uh, uh, regularly tours and opens for Tom Segura. Oh, he's hilarious. in, In arenas all over the world, literally. 
Yeah. Uh, Ryan Singer, one of the most original comics mm-hmm. I've ever run across. Just such a beautiful weirdo. Mm-hmm. So original, so weird, so unique, uh, but so funny and so relatable. And then uh, my old buddy Gilbert Lowen, just oh, such a funny Gilby. dude. Uh, we had we used to have a running joke that uh, nobody kills harder in the green room than Gilbert. Oh, really? Gilbert's just. <laughs> oh yeah. He I mean, he's a great comic. He does great on stage, <laughs> but he's even funnier. He's he's Gilbert's one of the best hangs. Oh, like Gilbert just yeah, he's a delight. All, all these guys, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be a hoot. We're I mean, you know, we may not even make it to some of these cities. We're going to have so much fun. So oh, it's going to be amazing. Uh, we'll just try to keep between the ditches and keep everybody in line. But uh, yeah, going to have a good time with Jeff Tate, Ryan Singer, myself, and Gilbert Lowen. All that uh, info can be found at thegoofballrun.com. Amazing. So yeah, that's what's going on. Well, happy Halloween, everyone. Yes, happy Halloween, boo-boo. Yes. Uh, loving the costume. Loving yours. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just Hey, it's just, great just, catching just a, up. Just a knife to the head, you know? You I figured, know? why not? It's simple but effective. Oh, you, you probably don't remember the early 90s SNL sketch with uh, Dana Carvey, Massive Head Wound Harry. Yes, I do. One of the funniest sketches I've ever seen. Where he's just at a party with a massive head wound, and then at one point they have a real dog in the scene. And the dog starts like literally eating and tearing away uh, the wound. And I think it was uh, obviously an improv line. Dana Carvey just goes, he probably smells my dog. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, I love a good head wound uh, costume. Oh, it's so. just perfect. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, give us a call anytime. Yeah, if you uh, have any questions. Yeah, you know, let us know how you're doing. 562-548-2012. In that order. And uh, we'll, uh, program note will be off next week because we'll be fully immersed in BravoCon. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll just have to take a day or eight to mm-hmm. just really take it all in. But yeah, go to at KT Strandberg on Insta because guess what? Stories ablaze. That's true. It yeah. will be, as the kids say, fire. Yes, it's going to be fire. So, uh, a lot of fire. Yeah, but we'll see you in a couple weeks. I can't wait. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Bye. During the spookiest time of the year, there are a few guidelines all ghosts and goblins should follow. Always stay on sidewalks. Never go to a stranger's house. And never go out alone. <laughs> falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize your neighborhood. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled one good scare. We all go a little mad sometimes. listening to The Gravy Boat, Halloween edition, with your host, Gravestone. Do you have advice for other werewolves to make sure this doesn't happen to them? Yeah, I have some advice. Don't get loose.
thought that I must do. Then you won't be in to dinner, sir? No, I may be out late, quite late. Till the early hours of the morning. I warned you of my irregular habits. You have been out rather late once or twice. Didn't I hear you two nights ago? It was past one in the morning, I think. What do you do out so late? You hardly ever go out a day, do you, sir? I enjoy the streets at night. When they're empty. <laughs> Grant robbing in Texas is this hour's top news story. An informant led officers of the Muerto County Sheriff's Department to a cemetery just outside the small rural Texas community of Newt early this morning. Officers there discovered what appeared to be a grisly work of art remains of a badly decomposed body wired to a large monument. A second body was found in a ditch near the perimeter of the cemetery. Jab something with a fork. Huh? You, know, you, you know how hard you gotta hit a skull to split it open with a spoon? That's what I'm saying. You gotta get the real tools. You gotta get the things you can use. You can't mess around with kitchen items and utensils when it comes to splitting a hawk and ending their life. I got inches in the griddle. I got inches in the pancakes. I got inches in the butter
stay in your own neighborhood when you're trick-or-treating. Your neighbors are probably hoping to see you in costume on Halloween. And it's safest to visit people you know. If you don't know the people very well, don't go into their homes. They might put sharp or hard objects in candy and apples. Or they might put something on fruit or gum that could make you sick if you eat it. To be completely safe, save your treats until you get home. Then ask your parents to help you check them carefully to make sure that there's nothing in them or on them that could hurt you. The safest treats are usually candy or gum that come in their own wrappers from the factory. Fruit should be washed before you eat it. All candy bars and fruit should be sliced so you can be certain that there is nothing hard or sharp inside that could hurt you. If you're not sure whether something is safe or not, don't take any chances. Throw it away. Most people enjoy having trick-or-treaters come to their doors, but there are a few people who will do things to hurt kids. Another body in my garden. Mm -hmm. 
from my TED Talks, so you know the popular one, The Monster Mash, a great song regardless of season. I still trying to permeate that wave of thought out there. I was looking in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld